Welcome back to the We Maple Video Show. Today we're here with Dr. Alicia Newsom. Alicia is a best-selling author, international motivational speaker, and trainer and coach that helps women who struggle with hormonal imbalances and provides them with methods on how to obtain optimal health and wellness. Alicia has degrees in both psychology, sports sciences, and a PhD in chiropractics. Today, we're very excited to talk to Alicia. Alicia, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Hey, excellent. Thanks so much. So what's the world of health and wellness look like? Holistic health and wellness. What's that look like for you recently? Uh, really, it's a it's a good place to be. For me, it's an honor to work in this industry of functional medicine and really be able to help women really address what's going on inside of their body, get to the root cause of what's going on, and to really live a better life, to not have to struggle with fatigue or bad periods or digestion issues or brain fog, all of those things that kind of hold them back from really being present with their children or being able to do the things that they want to do at work. So it, for me, it's, it's a blessing. It's an honor to be able to just be able to do what I do every day and just guide women and support women and just help them in their journey here in life. Yeah. So, you know, what a tremendous, uh, uh, mashup of formal education and this this holistic approach, which also I understand has some spirituality in it. You know, health um, has you've got all your buckets, right? Physical, mental, spiritual. What you're eating, how how frequently you're staying hydrated, are you exercising? What's going on with your family? What's stressing you out? And so, what have you found um, effective, or what's your sort of approach? when you have all of those different ways that you're looking at the human body? Uh, so I, for me personally, what I do is when I meet with someone, I like my consultations are 90 minutes. So we spend a lot of time talking, really. I allow them to talk, let me know about their history, uh, what they've experienced in their life. A lot of times there can be traumas um, that have happened that kind of have them stuck. Um, either they're mentally unable to move forward emotionally, or there could be physical things going on in the body. Um, so I do a lot of subjective analysis um, from their point, and then also from my point, objective. So I have lots of questionnaires that just break down every part of the body. And then I'm a big advocate of testing. So tests don't guess. So I do advanced lab testing. So for women in general, when we go to our GYN or just to our primary, they're going to draw our blood on whatever day we're there. And if they look at hormones, they'll look at them that day, or they may have us come back a specific day of the month if you're lucky, you know, because our hormones fluctuate throughout the month. But what I do is I look at hormones in the urine and the saliva and the blood, and it just gives me a very comprehensive picture on what's going on with their hormones, how they're metabolizing in their body, uh, what's going on there, like how that's affecting their energy, what's going on with their gut, toxins, all of those types of things. And then I typically partner with other coaches that will start seeing my, cl my clients at the same time that do more specialize in things around spirituality or emotional intelligence or healing relationships, just whatever they're needing. I'm actually right now building kind of a virtual, think of it like a virtual wellness center that has everything that you would need, like a one-stop shop. So you have your 
coach who's helping you with your health. You have someone that's, um, well, you have someone that's helping you with your health, like your nutrition, your fitness, all of those types of things. You have me, the doctor that's looking at your lab work, what's going on there. You have someone that's there to coach on relationships, what's going on with your husband, what's, you know, parenting, you know, like whatever you're needing relationship wise, maybe you're, you know, stuck and you're single and you want to date, you know, like what's kind of holding you back there financially, just being like completely fit all around and being health, um, healthy. Um, so that's what I'm uh, building right now and creating that community for women virtually. And I'm really excited about that because I find that it's always something that's, it's needed. There's always like more. So I'm always looking like, how can we support women even more in the different areas of their life? If that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that does. And, and, you know, tied into that, like, what are some of the fundamental principles of holistic health um, that, you know, cause you described the testing, right? So you're looking at actual hard data. What is, what is the blood, uh, saliva and urine telling you from a data perspective reports? And then you've got what your, you know, patient or, or client is, is sharing of what's going on with their well-being, mental, spiritual, physical. So what is your kind of, or what are some of those principles that you use when you're looking at all of those different data sets and ways that you're taking in information? And then how do you discern a treatment plan based on that? Yeah, so really it's a lot of my educational background. I do, I would say like sometimes it's just like intuitively and discernment of maybe like what someone may need because you have to also go at the pace of your client too. You don't want to push people too hard or overwhelm them. Um, so when it does come to the data, depending on what's going on, there's always the regular markers like cholesterol, diabetes, um, you know, heart disease, those types of things that I'm looking at. I do look at more extensively. There's some markers that you can look at to see if you're more genetically dis predisposed for heart disease. When a lot of times when you do look at blood sugar levels, they're just looking at glucose. I look also at glycated serum protein that looks at what's been going on the last two to three weeks where glucose is just the day of. And then hemoglobin A1C, which everyone's familiar with as well, is more of a three month measurement, but really looking at insulin is what tells us what's really going on with your body. Because if your pancreas is having to work really, really hard to keep that number, like let's say keep glucose at 85 and normally you go into the doctor and it's at 85, they're like, you're great. But if your insulin levels are super high, which normally typically it's not tested, then that means your pancreas is working really, 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 really hard to keep that number level. So it's looking at those numbers. It's looking to see if people have, there's different markers for parasites and mold and environmental toxins. And there's protocols for all of those. Those protocols have come from years of me working with other doctors. I'm a constant learner. <laughs> I'm just one of those people that binge all types of information all the time so I can teach other people but also so I, I just really enjoy loving or love to dissect things and look at them um, so it's been over the years of just working with clients seeing what works what doesn't work and moving forward with those protocols with people um, 
what was the other question or did I answer that one? Yeah, no, you, you unpacked that. I mean, that, uh, the question was around the fundamental principles and, and that, 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 that's interesting to stack that onto also the belief systems of the patients, because, you know, uh, what they think is going to help. And, and if they've, if they've already formed a belief that maybe medication doesn't help, or maybe counseling doesn't help or, or does help, or, and then, so you're prescribing a treatment plan. And then it's also, there's a role of the patient of whether or not that's going to actually get fulfilled upon, or, or maybe a better framing is, do you think that the patient's belief system plays a role in them fulfilling on their health plan? Oh, for sure. Um, absolutely. It really depends on where they're at. And that's why I do work with other coaches and practitioners, because sometimes it's like, even for us to start really diving deep into the the health, the lifestyle, the behavioral things with people, there there may be some grief that they need to work through. Like right now, they may have had a parent that just passed away or something that's going on with their work and they're just so overwhelmed that they can't even get to, like they know they want to, but it's like life is kind of taking taking over right now, you know, like emotionally and mentally, like they can't do those things. So I think it's important for doctors or anyone that's kind of working with people to be able to see that and then say, okay, let's pause this and let's redirect and move here. So I think that's kind of like where I specialize is like, and it's not really a specialty, but bringing people together and then really seeing, okay, what's the best next step and guiding people towards that? Because it's not always like working with me one-on-one, -on -one. it may be working with someone else and allowing them to have that support. And then once they're able to move through those different things, okay, now we're ready for this over here, you know? And then even, and then when it comes to working with me one-on-one, -on -one, there's lots of things that we do together. There's lots of protocols, there's supplements, there's uh, what are you eating? You know, if they have food sensitivities, we're removing those things from the diet. If they have issues going on with their gut, we're healing all of that. So there's a specific order to do things in. And yeah, you're right. It's paying attention to where that person's at, how much they can handle, what they can and what they can do. And just being aware of that is really important. Um, my thing is not to have people come in and then, you know, sign up and work with me or anything like that. It's, I really want you to see, get the results that you came from. It, it serves no one to just, you know, there's in this like coaching world and coaching is what allows me to work with people all over the country and all over the world. Cause it's a different type of relationship that happens, but it's not like people are just out here, just, <laughs> They're like swindling people right now. It's kind of crazy. I don't know what it's like in Canada, but here in the United States, it's like, it's a lot happening with that, you know, and everybody's selling you something, you know, and my thing is to really, I want you to get the results so that you can really be able to thrive in your life. Because like you said earlier, like women, yeah, we run the world, <laughs> you know, we need our men though, for sure. I have a very, very strong, stable husband who is completely my rock and, um, it's men are just as important and women, we are, you know, we have our children and we have our work and we have our friends and, you know, a lot of people lean and depend on us for a lot of things, but we have to be healthy in order 
to have that. So that's why I always, I came up with like powerful and healthy Academy. That's the name of my Academy. So it's about being powerful and healthy, like both of them and really being able to have the impact in the world that you want to have. And your health is such an important aspect of that. Yeah. I love that. And a few things to unpack. So you're um, a mother, is that right? How old are your children? Yes. So I have an 11 year old, a 10 year old and a five month old. So my five month old kept me up last night a bit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, um, that was, that was similar to the gap that, that initially when my uh, kid's mom and I, you know, have a eight and six my boys. And then we're like, yeah, we'll have a third in like over five years. And then it was like within the same year. So eight, six and five are my three. Oh, <laughs> and I'm glad it worked out that way at the time. It was like, oh no, how is this going to be managed? But, you know, as a parent, you know, you, you have kids or, or I had had kids and it's like, okay, feed them, clothe them, you know, the, the start school. But what I'm starting to experience now is like, oh, like, wait a second. Now you have your own thoughts about the world and emotions and friends <laughs> and activities. It's, it's like, holy, like, you know, all these extra things to manage that are exciting. And, and I'm so grateful and lucky to, to have this opportunity um, to have healthy, happy kids and manage that. But it is overwhelming when as a parent, you know, you're already managing a, or a, back to kind of your stuff. Like you've, you've got all these patients and a business to manage. You have, you know, to be a powerful, healthy wife and mother, as you've described. And then now you have these other human beings to look after. So, you know, what have you found for you personally that's been effective? How do you manage your health and how do you have that optimal health, healthy lifestyle to be able to, you know, show up powerfully for clients, family, husband? Yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, I do all the things, you know, I take the supplements that I'm supposed to take and I exercise and I eat food that's nourishing to me and I drink my water and I usually sleep at night. <laughs> the baby kind of, you know, this whole thing, but really it comes down to me being still and having my time with God and really getting into alignment with what it is that he has for me to do right now in this season in my life. Because what I find is when I say yes to things that maybe I are not the things for me to say yes to, I get burnt out and I'm taking on way too much. And then I get frustrated, you know? So it's really me, me like having this laser focus of like, okay, God, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing now? What am I, what is it for today <laughs> that, you know, where does my energy need to go? Like, who do I need to give to? Who do I need to serve? Where do I need to be spending my time? And that is really like my key to creating really a life that I love and having peace and having happiness and having health. It is really just, it's my thing for sure. Wow. Wow. What a tremendous contribution to our conversation to have God join us and, um, you know, creator source, Krishna, Buddha, Christianity, pick whatever judas yeah. judas judaism like um the, i call it god i you know before our podcast i uh, what i call micro meditation and a visual cue that i connect with source or creator god 
And I, and I asked that question, you know, what, what do you, what would you like me to, to create and generate in this conversation today? How can I serve and just tap into that intuition and that source? Because like, for me, that's very grounding. And, and, you know, I'm a new believer within the past few years, I've, I've had some experiences that have really opened that up, that connection, that portal, whatever that circuit is, you know, I'm connected in a deep and, and meaningful way. And for me, having taking the mat out of it, taking the ego out of it and asking creator, God, what, like, wow, what a gift to really have that on a visceral level to not just have the logical understanding and belief system, but to feel as though I'm able to give it over and not have that responsibility for everything. You know, the, the human beingness of us, the, the, the nature, we have this, um, narcissism this selfishness you know we're inherently there's a side of us that's inherently not optimal as a human being and if we look back in history that's human beings or violence uh these you know let's go and invade a country like war and and look at our you know world over the past 40 months of what's unfolded and you know, who was behind, you know, some of these things. And so anyways, yeah, I'm so glad, uh, Alicia, that you've, that you've invited God into our conversation because uh, God isn't always present. Um, and, and I really feel that from you. Thanks for that opportunity. There's, there's something you just said that reminded me like how it's like this narcissistic world that we live in. And um, I'm reading this book right now that talks about rest and rest is really relearning our dependence on God and giving up our obsessions with ourselves, our worries, our goals, like all of it, like really resting and leaning into God and doing the things that bring us joy and really being present. So that just reminded me of that. Cause it's like, we're obsessed, <laughs> like as a people, a culture, you know, like with ourselves and our goals and the things that we feel like we have to be worried about right now, you know? And it's like, that's really not what God intends for us at all, you know? Um, at 100%, all. And there's a, you know, there's a, there's an element to there where certain traits, um, those are helpful in business and in family and like how you or how we as human beings, what order and sequence of things, how we design our value system. And like there's certain things in those lines of thinking that are actually really beneficial in, in order to succeed in business and have a thriving, you know, financial uh, future for your kids. Like there's certain elements there that are healthy from what I understand about some of these um you know, personality disorders or whatever language to describe those things is, is, you know, like lack of empathy, or no accountability, or these traits that um, you want to bring a certain amount of those healthy trait, uh, healthy aspects of those traits, but then there's Balance. a certain line where it goes too far. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. <laughs> I definitely agree. It's just having that balance and um, especially like, like you said, especially when you get into how we had brought up narcissism, the that lack of empathy and all of that. So what do you think the impact of things like Instagram and TikTok have had on culture and in the kind of context of what we've been talking about? You know, I think that it's, um, 
like the idea of being able to share our lives easily and quickly with others is nice. However, it does feed into that. Um, I think generations that are younger than us, their their whole world is they they're they've never existed without it, you know. So it is a lot of like posting all of what you're doing and then the whole likes thing, you know, like how many likes do you get? You know, I think it it can be damaging for people. Um, some people may feed off from it. You know, some people um, find source their value from it. You know, I think it can be, I think it's really how it's used. You know, I think it can be just as, it can be something good and fun and easy. I personally don't feel good <laughs> most of the time when I get off from social media. Like it's not something that's, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I just spent all that time doing it. You know, if sometimes when I'm on it um, and maybe my husband will come in the room and he's like, what you been doing? And I'm like, oh, I just wasted 30 minutes of my life. You know, it can, it can like suck you in. And, you know, I think it also can create this place where we start comparing ourselves to other people too, which isn't, isn't can be unhealthy as well. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. Your, um, your Instagram is particularly impressive. Your brand, your website, everything like your public image and profile to me as someone in the marketing space, it's very impressive, professional, friendly, welcoming, no, you know, like it, it, I can tell as someone in, you know, it, it was intentional, whoever, you know, designed your color palettes and figured out what sort of key messaging, like it's very clear. But one thing that stood out to me is that it's out there because you're promoting health, wellness and well-being. You just so happen to be the face and the person that's promoting it. But there's a clear distinction that I see of like where you're standing in that the the integrity that you have as a doctor and in your work and just to to your point that you'd made earlier around like some people that are playing in this space that are maybe let's say say less and in, lower integrity or or taking advantage you know that you can just tell by the content and the way that they present themselves that it is driven almost by that narcissistic like attention seeking kind of way versus standing in the the health and wellness way. And, and so I'm curious, when you were designing your brand and your profile and your image, did you write out a set of a value set? Did you have a vision that you communicated to your team that helped produce it? Or like, what was your approach to ensure that you kept those fundamental principles that you have that you didn't cross over that other line? Yeah, we for sure. So anytime we have a team meeting, we read our company mission statement and our values and all of that. And I ask the people on my team, like, what did you get from that? And my social media person, I feel honored, you know, that she works for me, but pretty much anytime she, it's like her turn to read that she cries um, because we have the things in there about excellence and service and integrity, like no matter what, and really that we are here to empower women. And for her, it's very just for her to, this is what she does. This is what she helps me with. It's like, 
empowering to her, you know, and it brings joy to her, which I'm glad I want everyone that's working with me. I want what you're doing to bring joy to you. Um, but it's just, it's really much who I am. I'm kind of a low, like low, mm. <laughs> I don't tolerate too much BS, you know? So, and it's very important for me, truth. My name actually, when I was growing up, I come down the stairs and in the hallway, just right in front of me, uh, there was a picture of me and then my three brothers. And then each of us, my mom had a card in their name in there and it said what our name meant and like a thing of it. And it's just like every single day of my life, it's like my name means truthful. And I feel like, cause I sometimes wonder like, why am I this way? <laughs> cause I'm pretty like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, so I feel like it's just who I am. So it's like, even to work for me or be a part of what I'm doing, that has to be present for us to even be able to work together. And then just with the content, you know, like when I'm creating that and her name's Desina, when I'm working with her, I mean, I'm just, you know, I just say what needs to be said and social media is there because not everyone can always afford the services that I provide or it may not be time for them. But to me, social media is like my my church, you know, like, it's like, here's all the free information. I'm still going to give it to you because that may just be what that person needs that day or how we were talking about before. It's like, everyone's on their journey. So that piece of information, even if it's good for just like one person, you know, that is enough because that helps that person. That may be like the key that unlocks just something along their journey for them. So that's why I continue to just produce it and put it out and provide that for people. Cause it's not, you know, sometimes people want to hold withhold it. And I just feel I'm a big believer. Also, you reap what you sow. So, I mean, the I can never go wrong in life by giving, you know, I have one of my daughters is she's like that. She'll just <laughs> give away her money or like everything. And sometimes my husband and I are like, we hope she doesn't get taken advantage of because she's just so kind and she's always willing to help. But it's like, really, it's like God has her, God has me, God has you. And we can't be like, we cannot, we can't really outgive because no matter what, like God's got us. Wow. Love that. And um, just want to acknowledge, can you say the name of the social media person again? Was it Danessa or Vanessa? Danessa. Yeah. Oh, I, Danessa. Wow. Shout out yeah. Danessa. She's doing an excellent <laughs> job. And also shout out. I've never heard someone's name being Danessa before. <laughs> yep. I love her. I mean, I just, I am so moved, um, moved by her, you know, being inspired. So I love it. Wow. That's awesome. What would you say about the, um, or, or, or how would you speak to kind of your journey and that distinction between, you know, like trying to find something, chasing something and then attracting something like it sounds like what you've generated in your team, you've 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 kind of taken a stand in, in those fundamental values and principles that you described for your work and then, you know, have now attracted the exact kind of people that you need to fulfill on that vision that you have for, 
your your business and your your for for the health and well-being of others so how like was there a conscious effort did it happen through prayer and meditation or like did you just have a really kick-ass job posting that like how did you get the exact kind of people in your world that you needed for your for to fulfill on your on your future here I really think that I'm a big believer in like right over here, like you would see in my office, like my vision board is there and I've made them for decades. My, I, my kids make them, you know, like I'm a big, I'm a big believer in the power of manifestation and what God has given us and our ability to like call those things that are not as though they were like, those kind of scriptures are very real for me. And you know, in how we speak. And it's just, it's like the intention that I put out there in my mind and what I'm creating, but it's also the energy that goes with it because people can do affirmations or make vision boards and it can call fall flat. If you don't really have like the internal, like oomph of like the energy, like it's, it already belongs to me. Like, this is what I'm here to do. Um, so I, I, to answer your question, it, it still, it just goes back to God, like really being in alignment with what I'm here to do. And it's amazing when I like write things out or get, when I get super clear, cause trust me, there's times when I'm like, my brain is like, I'm trying to figure something out, you know, or trying to make something happen and feel like I'm spinning my wheels. But every single time I come back to stillness and I'm just and get myself in a, because you can't really create from like the, the energy level of the problem. Like you got to like rise up into like joy and passion and love and get into that space. It just appears. I, I can't, I can't say that it's me. It's like literally what God does. It's spiritual laws that exist, but it's the discipline where we come in. It's the discipline of doing those things and being in that space and feeding our mind and our soul. I'm very cognizant of the things that I watch on TV, you know, the people that I spend my time with, you know, the energy of those people, because they say you're, you're like the sum of the five people you spend the most time with, you know, and I've even more recently been more aware of, okay, who am I exchanging energy with, you know, and then also just having, I have mentors <laughs> for everything. So when it's just, it comes to any area of my life that I'm really wanting to transform, I usually hire a coach um, for that area of my life. And I'm just like, I want to dig deeper because I feel like I need someone who's like over here who can kind of see the picture, the vision bigger than I see it and can help guide me. And then I do feel like there's things in life too, where God's like, no, you're going to pioneer this. <laughs> you know, I kind of feel that way in my work. I have not been able to find, like, I feel like I've done business things and then it, it falls flat, or maybe it's not in the type of integrity that feels good to me. And what I want to do and what I feel like I've been called to create in the world, I'm, I know God is like, you're pioneering this. There isn't, you know, everybody else is selling me like sales gimmicky things and I don't want to do it. So, yeah. Got that. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned mentors and that's another thing that social media has really enabled is being able to identify kind of those who have done it or are doing it like the things 
you know, there's some entrepreneurs, for example, that I really admire and follow. And, you know, we, you can bend time when you get the formula of people who have gone before you, you know, and, and all of this information is now so easily accessible. And, and so you can get the kind of knowledge. And then the other thing that you were touching on Alicia around the, um, you know, manifesting or generating the state of being and feeling and emotion and state um, to attract those things. And so if like, you know, I, I believe that is one of the keys to um, like living a great life, right? Is like, what are the actual steps and the things that you need to do? But then what's the feeling and the emotion associated with those things generating and feeling what it's like to have, you know, the, the financial situation you want, feeling what it's like to have the partner that you want or the health and physical well-being? What does it feel like to have a great sleep and eat a health and like get into the feeling and then do the steps? And then in theory, if you put those two things together, the it should manifest the word you know i love that word that you used um it should manifest in the in the physical realm the the outcome based on putting those two things together yep that's absolutely it and that's what happens you know i think so many times um i know for myself how i was saying i get sometimes when my brain is just going it's like God reminds me, lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge me, him, <laughs> and I will direct your paths, you know, like, so the path is already laid out for us, you know, and I think it, it really is exactly what you said. It's like getting really clear in that vision and then the being the, like, who am I being right now? The feeling that goes with that and acting as if it already exists. I, I literally did that with my husband. <laughs> like I always say, I conjured him up. <laughs> um, Cause I'm in, I've been married twice before. So um, I was a single mom for a while. And then when I met my husband, I was literally outside of a popsicle shop in the Dominican Republic on vacation. And he was on vacation as well. And he walked by. Um, but it was like all of those things leading up to it, like what we had said, I got like super clear about what I wanted, like how it felt, what it looked like, you know, like what his personality was like, how he made me laugh, you know, like all of those types of things. And, you know, here we are. <laughs> um, but yeah, it really, it really is the magic of life and it's the power that exists within us. And it may even go like a step further and like, the belief has to be there. Like we actually have to believe like this stuff works. hundred percent. And, you know, you touched on something like trauma, for example, and, you know, there's generational, multi-generational trauma in families where yeah. um, those things are passed down. And if they're not healed effectively, then now the children in that family have that it's just in their, it's in their, I, excuse me, I take the case that it's passed down and there's some data that shows that that should be true. But if we take the case that trauma passes down through multi-generation, like someone at a certain point has to take a stand for their health and heal that trauma, or it's just the loop's going to continue. Yep. You're 100% correct. 
correct. <laughs> I think we live, there's many truths that exist, but I agree with that one. You know, I, I agree that a hundred percent that there are things, there are generational blessings or generational curses. There's things that um, at some point we have to be the one that's like, it ends with me, you know? Love that. I feel like I, we could continue to, to talk for um, a long time and I welcome a, another conversation uh, yeah. in the future. Um, the um, few things that I'm, I'm curious about as we kind of begin to wrap this first conversation though, you described this transition you've had to uh, seeing your patients primarily online and you know, what an incredible opportunity on the patient side as well to be able to optimize their time and get the information. You, you can just hop on a quick Zoom, get what you need, and then and then go and execute on your health. So, um, you know, I, I know you have some, I think, group um, coaching or, or another um, offering that you're developing. Can you tell us a little bit about your program and what that looks like for a new, a new patient? Yes. Um, so the, where it starts um, in our world over here is, um, and I just mean over here, like within my business, um, for people that want to work with us, people that want to connect with us, it starts with a consultation, which basically is a call. It's a 90 minute call. And from there, we really discuss what's going on with you. How long have you been suffering with this? How's this impact in your life? What do you want to create? Where do you want to go? And a lot of times the next steps is going to be lab work for most people. Most people haven't had advanced lab work and the type of things that I do and really taking a deep dive to know exactly what's going on inside of their body. So we start there. I'm always test, don't guess. We don't have to guess, okay? We've got the technology and the science to be able to know what's going on. And then from there, we have customized plans. Um, so we have protocols, you know, you receive your protocol and then there's the option to work with me one-on-one -on -one moving forward in a coaching relationship after that. What I am launching though is group coaching. Um, it makes it more affordable for people, but it also creates the community even more than that, you know, to have other women to be able to come alongside with you who are dealing with similar things that you're dealing with, but also who are breaking through and having transformation and, you know, having more vitality in their life. So there's other women who, you know, we're just able to have that. Like I said, we're the people we're spending time with, you know, it's really, really important. So more people to journey with that have the similar goals and aspirations. Um, and also, um, the coaches that I do work with that I normally refer out to, are going to be a part of that like in-house so you automatically have immediate access to these other coaches um, who will host their calls monthly and then also one-to-one -one access as well so whether it's dealing with fitness and nutrition whether it's dealing with you know what's going on like what i do whether it's um spirituality um my own coach <laughs> So my, I have a coach, the relationship coach that I was working with. Uh, she's the one that I refer to all the time. And she's really, really good at dealing with uh, trauma. Um, those, the little girl inside, sometimes when we're triggered, we're now responding from the eight-year-old version of ourselves. So 
We don't want the eight-year-old driving the car of our life, but we have to be compassionate and gentle with her and kind of acknowledge what experience she's having right now when she's triggered. So she's amazing at that. Um, I want to bring someone in also for like authenticity and um, like when it comes to careers and your passion and goals and stuff like that, if you're wanting to make a um, change there. So fun stuff to come. I'm super excited about it. Um, and it's just something I feel like it's been inside of me for years um, to do and to create. And really with what's happened over the last few years, there's we could probably talk for hours about that. <laughs> but what it has allowed with the virtual space is to bring that to people all over the world. It doesn't limit me to just right here where I am in Arizona or wherever I happen to be living at the time. It's really something that's available to everyone. Like even what I do, um, it's there's only a couple countries in the world where I can't get lab work shipped to. Um, but in general, pretty much anyone in the world can work with me. And that's what's great about it. So just creating more community and having more access to resources for women courses. So I have courses too. Um, and then I also train other doctors and nurses and pharmacists doing what I do. Um, so just even having more duplicating myself in that sense within the practice as well. So I'm excited. Yeah, that is, and that's so impressive, Alicia, too, the scalability uh, factor that you've built into your business model. So awesome. And um, being able to get that message, not in front of patients, but in, in empowering other healthcare professionals and practitioners to be able to build this out and, and have that little bit of autonomy in their, in their careers. Like just so awesome. Really acknowledge how you've scaled your business. Um, we were introduced through the wonderful Elizabeth Davis, and we got connected because of a book that she has um, inside of her. And it's sort of generated this opportunity to use artificial intelligence and create an interactive video and writing experience uh, to empower Liz to get a book published on Amazon in 100 days, which just started last week. And so being um, the author that you are, what sort of advice could you offer to those people out there who have a book that they want to write? Really sit down and do it when you feel inspired. Um, I don't really experience writer's block in the sense of like, like I sit down and can't, I just write when I feel inspired, you know, like as things come to me. Sometimes I can't because I might be with the kids or with my family, but like, as I feel it like coming up inside of me, like I make a little note, I use Living Writer as my software to write books. Um, and it just allows me to plot things. It has grids in there. Um, it allows you to outline things. You've got your chapters, you can add in sections. So I can just go in and, you know, I last couple of weeks ago, I wrote a chapter on parasites. I'm working on a book right now. And I wrote it out, but then on the side, I can have like all these sections as things like, oh yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. And that's, I mean, there's so much technology out there that makes it easy to 
make it, you know, move quickly through writing a book and be able to organize yourself and your thoughts. So Living Writer is what I use. And then I also use Google Docs. So what I'll do is I'll export it into a Google Doc. And then I have friends and family, kind of like my feedback team um, that I'll send it over to. And then I just ask them to make comments on like, how does this sound? Is there anything that I... um could say differently or if it doesn't make sense because I'm really what's really important to me is that when I'm writing especially about medical things or things in health that it's coming across to my reader in a way that you understand so I want other people to read that first so I just have people read it and then on google docs they can all comment and they can see each other's comments too so they can say oh, okay I agree with Natalia what she says here so it's it's a good way to collaborate. I haven't gotten a whole lot into AI with the like writing, um, but I know that it's a good tool to be able to really be able to move things really, really quickly. Um, sometimes I'll go in and be like, how can I say this differently or make this, you know, explain this to a 20 year old, um, something like that, I'll use it. But I know that is a huge tool that people are using right now to be able to get things out in the world. Also, I have a friend um, named Corey Sanchez, and he has an app. Well, it's not an app, but it's like online, and it's called Storly. It's S-T-O-R-L-Y, and it is set up for you to literally write stories. So you go in, and it will say, like, what do you want to write about today? And you can say, I want to write about... Um, playing baseball when I was in the fifth grade, <laughs> you know, you can pick anything and then it will start, it will ask you just five prompting questions. And as you go through and as you answer them, it automatically like knows what to ask you next. Um, they've done a lot with the design of the software to do that. And then at the end, you have this like great story and you're like, wow, that's exactly what happened. And they're using AI with that as well. So that's a great tool for people to use as well. And it can be good for the other thing I like AI for is the brainstorming. So I'll sometimes like <laughs> brainstorm with AI. My husband has a business too, and we were coming up with something Um a new name he was rebranding and I'm like asking AI, you know, for some names and things. So it's good to brainstorm and kind of get the mind going as well, which could help with writer's block and things like that as well. Well, so much contribution uh, today and all the links to the uh, tools uh, will be shared in the description box below the video. Alicia, where can people find you? Yep. You can just find me um, on my website which is, and everything's my name. So dralicianewsome.com. And then my Instagram is Newsome. Facebook is Newsome. So pretty much if you Google me, I should come up hopefully. <laughs> and you can find my website on there. And from there, you can buy courses. You can invite me to speak. Um, you can shop lab work on there. You can book a consultation. Those are all the things like just direct and everything like that. And we always do, um, just to keep it super clean, um, new clients always get 15% off from our uh, consultation. So you just type in new client for that, for the code. And if you would like to, I'd be happy to serve you. So thanks so much, Dr. Alicia Newsom. Anything that you want to leave our viewers with before we sign off today? 
Um, well, just thank you for tuning in today. This has been fun. And just know that you are capable, <laughs> you know, just all of, all of that's out there. It's just about getting in alignment with like what you're called to do in life. You are fully capable. You have all that you need. You are fully supported by all of life. There's abundance of resources, even though a lot of times it things make it appear like there's not enough. There's plenty for everyone. That's well, I love it. that abundance mindset to, to, to close us out. Thanks so much again for joining us today, Alicia. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. God bless. Peace.